Hi, I'm Miranda Bartos, and this is the Big Q Podcast. For this episode, I talk to people on campus and ask them questions about how they view drinking on college campuses. And in listening to their responses, we will try to discern which, if any, of the ethical decision-making approaches people are using when faced with these issues in their everyday lives. So first I asked people, what do you do if you notice your friend getting drunk at a party? What is your responsibility? In keeping with my conversation with Father Bearwald, many people indicated that their responsibility was to respect the rights of their friend to get drunk if they wanted to, and only to step in when the need to protect their friend and act as a kind and caring person, as understood by the virtue approach to ethics, outweighed the personal rights of their friend, while others took a more proactive role. Let's listen. I generally wouldn't say anything until it physically gets out of hand, but I would personally and privately be aware of how much he or she is drinking um, and maybe make a comment about it. But I try to keep things light until I feel like it gets to the point where they might hit have hit a limit. Um, I'd probably go up to them and talk to them and see how they're doing and um, just like keep an eye on them. I don't think I would, I don't think it's like helpful to like baby them or tell them what to do because I don't know, people don't generally respond very well to that. So just keep an eye on them. Try to take care of them, make sure they don't make any bad choices or get hurt. I think responsibility is key and it's always good to have a, a friend there to help you. My responsibility is to let them know that they're reaching their limit and that they should cool down a little bit. And if they don't take that into consideration, then I slap a cup out of their hand. Uh, my responsibility is to uh, make sure they're not like going over their limit, maybe offer them a glass of water, tell them to maybe take a time out and sit down for a while. I take her off to the side and ask her how she's doing. And, you know, if I don't think that she's doing as well as she thinks she's doing, then I take her home. Uh, you got you got to help them out. You got to make sure that they're okay. You got to you got to keep supervision on them, really, just as a friend. I don't know. I think within when you go to parties and stuff with other people, um, there is like kind of an agreement of within the group, like you'll keep each other safe. And so that doesn't necessarily mean like stopping someone from drinking, but just like keeping an eye on them and making sure that they don't get into like other situations that could be dangerous as a result of their drinking. Responsibilities to like, I don't know, go over and um, make sure that they know what they're doing because it's easy to get caught up in the moment and kind of like just drink, like have more shots just to whatever, you know? Um, just like kind of a reminder like, yo, like you got to get back home in one piece kind of thing, you know? Like safely and like, you know what the consequences are, you don't want that. I often trust um, my friends. Um, they usually make decisions um, responsibly. It it's, uh, can make me nervous if I am not at equal level with them. But overall, um, unless they have a or they have a history of bad choices, I usually trust them. Well, the first thing that I'd like to do is to make sure that she'll be okay or he'll be okay, uh, which means that I 
drop whatever I'm doing and make sure that I can tend to them um, as the best possible way that I can. How I usually behave at a party when my friend is getting drunk, usually I check in with them. Uh, if I, you know, if I'm perceiving that they're getting out of hand, um, maybe I'll pull them aside or ask them if they're doing okay. Um, if it's getting to the point where they're incoherent and really not okay, um, I might monitor them and make sure they don't take any more drinks um, and try to uh, make sure that they take care of themselves and not make fools out of themselves. So in college, I have usually taken the route of avoiding parties because that's not really been my jam. Um, but, you know, you're kind of thrown into it as a freshman, and um, in those situations, I get anxiety, and I become very protective, um, which is not, I don't know, college parties are so weird, man, I don't know, okay, that's kind of my answer. I've, honestly, like, my, my course of action has been to avoid those situations, which I think when you're overwhelmed with certain social expectations, I think it's a really common um, attitude. This last response struck me as an outlier, but one I imagine many people might feel but be uncomfortable expressing in a culture that values drinking as a fairly integral part of the college experience. This led well into my next question. What do you like about drinking and partying? I wanted to understand the justifications people provided for making the decision to engage in a behavior that is technically illegal for those under 21. For this, people tended to emphasize the desire for bonding and saw drinking as a tool to produce good in their friendships, using the utilitarian method to justify the good produced by drinking as outweighing the bad, though some still held reservations about this. I like socializing and having fun, um, going out dancing, just having a good time with friends. Good opportunity to to relax, to um, because everyone's relaxed, you feel more connected to to people, whether you are or not. I like it when it's with people whom I trust, because I know that the people around me won't hold any like behavior against me they'll know who I who I am on a daily basis um, which is why I don't go out in like public settings that much you get to you get to see some things you wouldn't normally see in people on a day-to-day -day basis kind of the mind-numbing monotony of of going to school every day get to see a little bit of a flare from people who wouldn't normally have it but other than that, there's not much. I like the social aspect of it. Um, I like being with people that I don't necessarily see in class or in my everyday lives when we get together at different houses and just kind of catching up with people, having fun and dancing. I like that it's kind of a chance to just socialize with people, but other than that, it's not super fun. I don't know. It's, it's fun to go out and socialize and being and drinking helps loosen up a little bit. It makes that a little easier. I mean, it doesn't make a huge difference, but it's, I don't know, just makes the whole experience a little more enjoyable in some, uh, some ways. I think at times, partying and drinking can be um, a, a good social opportunity um, for 
making friends sometimes um, and just kind of getting yourself out there in a different um, a different group or a different group of people sometimes it can be nice to interact with new people in that way it's a fun time to see friends and dance and uh, I guess just like unwind no probably just mostly the social aspect it's good it's a good way to meet new people and uh, strengthen friendships you know and have fun and it's just something to fulfill your uh, like Friday Saturday nights maybe other nights too but it's just a nice way to relax and have a good time with my friends in like a very not stressful way. Uh, well, there's definitely the social aspect. Um, I'm not a drinker, so I don't have a very strong comment on that. But I do know that it makes um, it makes a lot um, a lot of people more free and have less inhibitions, which makes it easier for them to. Um, interact with other people and create social bonds. So I'm pretty introverted. So like I would say their freshman year I was not super into partying in the like Santa Clara sense. I felt like um, or at least like Bellamy I wasn't super into it because I felt like I didn't make any lasting friendships that way. Um, um, drinking can be fun when you're I mean this is like a cliche thing but like drinking is fun when you're comfortable um, and I think that for some people it does help them open up and it's kind of, it can be a social thing. Um, I think often it becomes more of a like social expectation thing. I like the conversations that come up and kind of the lighthearted feel of just being around friends and not having, I don't know, expectations of, I don't know, behaving a certain way uh, in the sense that you're not needing to be rigid or necessarily perfectly polite to everyone it's more of a loosey-goosey hey how are you and let's talk about anything because we're not doing school right now we're not needing to talk about projects or extracurricular activities or anything you know it's all I don't know I think it's a more freeing atmosphere to talk and get to know people outside of school I like drinking with friends because um it's just a really nice way to like relax and really de uh, unwind after like intensive weeks or um, classes and things like that. Um, overall, I'm not a big fan of parties. Um, I do like getting to meet new people though. The social aspect is really nice. And um, I guess it's a way to bring every a uh, lot of different people from different walks together. But um, a lot of the parties on campus seem to be a little more exclusive um, per se so those situations aren't really great in my opinion I like the communal aspect honestly like it's because you know drinking alone isn't isn't a thing with me personally um, and it's kind of depressing but like you know when you're together like there's usually some reason to celebrate you know like someone's birthday or something and like that's the cool part about drinking and stuff not the actual drinks but the communal aspect that comes with it there are pros and cons to every situation and it's clear that even when discussing what they liked about drinking people seem to acknowledge the negatives as well 
So to get a feel for the way people were weighing the costs against the benefits in their decision-making process, I asked people what they disliked about drinking and partying. Well, it's not great if you drink too much for anyone. <laughs> um, I think it like depends on where you are and who you're with and like what the scene is at that place. Like I think sometimes it's really fun and sometimes it's kind of weird. But if you're doing it with friends and you're able to like, I don't know, play the music you want or generally it's a good time. I don't really like, especially if you get like too drunk when you go out or trying to find like a safe ride home depending on where you are. Oh, I, I just like dislike drinking because it's, especially when it's hard liquor. Like, yeah, I don't really, but um, just because it's, it's, it doesn't feel good to me. <laughs> but I think senior year, it makes it easier to say no. Because you know your place a little more than for your first year and your sophomore year. Um, and so you know that if you say no, it doesn't really change who your friends are. Oh, tons of stuff. Um, the way I feel the next day. The way I feel like I can't be in the same room as people partying if I'm not drunk. Because the way of acting when people are drunk is just like exclusive to any other behavior. I dislike that it starts so late at night and so I have to stay up so late and then if you get like drunk enough it just kind of like they're boring anyway and then when you get too drunk you really don't even like have that much fun. I think a lot of times um, the relationships that you might make may be very surface level and it's hard to it's hard to get a deeper relationship when when you're just interacting with these people, say at a party, you can't really have that kind of like deep relationship that you might want to that you might want to gain. So I think that's kind of a downside, and also it can go too far a lot of the times. Uh, waking up the next morning isn't always super fun, and then sometimes you have too much and you throw up, and uh, sometimes your friends have too much and you got to clean clean up some of their messes. I don't like that I have to get out of my sweats. I dislike when people think that they can do more than they can and then it just turns into a really awful experience because everyone's really messed up. Depending on where you are, you're never quite sure like what's going to happen or where you stand. Like I know freshman year we would go to some parties where we weren't expressly invited and but we were kind of just there and <laughs> it was always kind of a strange experience because sometimes it would be fun, but most of the times it was just kind of boring. So just just kind of the whole uh, obligation when you live in the dorms to go out. And then that kind of sucked because most parties are kind of boring. Um, well, for me, I feel like the biggest issue with drinking is the lack of control one has on your own body, which I think is the primary reason I don't drink because I don't like the idea of not being able to control my every action and don't know what could potentially happen so that's why I made the decision I have. I think kind of contradicting what I just said it can also be meaningless conversation and you could be I don't know like if people are drunk and distracted and not wanting to engage with you and maybe like if you want to be having more meaningful interactions with people, you might not get those as a, at a party where the focus is like, oh, here, let's play a drinking game and 
you know, not talk to each other and just like yell at the table and throw ping pong balls, you know? That <laughs> um, I think if that's what you're looking for, it can be really fun. But if you have different expectations, um, then parties are a really boring place to be. Maybe even intimidating too, if you don't know people. Mostly the exclusivity. Um, it seems like most of the parties that are thrown on campus that um, people know about are the frat parties, and those parties aren't really welcome to, well, if they do open, because um, usually they start off private and then they open, when they do open, they tend to only have open to females. <laughs> so um, it's not really a great opportunity for guys unless you're in a frat. Um, but the parties that I've gone to that are not frat-related are usually the best parties that I've ever been to because they're a lot smaller, a lot more intimate, and um, the people seem to be a lot more excited to be there, and they feel really safe. Uh, the consequences when you drink too much or people drinking just to, like, because they feel the need to escape or something that's, like, unnecessary and unhealthy in a way. I, what I don't like, though, is that I think it's really, really easy to, like, feel pressured to, like, give in to what everyone else is doing. And even if that's not, like, a direct pressure of someone, like, saying, like, oh, you have to drink, you have to drink, like, there's definitely always a desire to fit in in whatever situation you're in. And so um, that can be pressure of, like, wanting to have as much fun as everyone else and, like, want to like do the same things as everyone else and like I don't like that because I think it's really easy to give into at like a party. I don't like that there's pressure to drink when you go to parties and I don't like that there's pressure to get more drunk than you would normally. I'll admit I was surprised to hear so many negative responses. It seems that people recognize the downside of drinking very easily, and yet most still engage in it. I couldn't tell you why for certain, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I imagine that those who spoke negatively about drinking must strongly see the utilitarian value in the social good produced by engaging in drinking and partying behaviors in order to continue this engagement despite the negatives. So then I asked students about what they thought the school's role should be in this equation. Did they think that the school should concern itself with policing students' drinking behaviors or respect the rights of each student and leave it up to them to make their own decisions about alcohol? I think that they should encourage us to be knowledgeable on the subject and that we should know, um, especially like freshmen coming in, the dangers, but... Um, other than that, not really. I think that the school should police drinking behaviors when they are over the top and dangerous for students' health. Um, I think that's definitely a time when um, the school should step in. No. And that's, that just seems like an endless rabbit hole. I mean, kids are always going to find a way to drink, so there's really no point in, in making a bigger deal of it than it is. I don't think policing, they have a business in it, but in cautioning students and setting rules that prevent them from being in harm's way. My understand when I think of policing, I think of just like zero alcohol, which I guess is what they do. Yeah, but um, 
I think it's different from censoring what their limits are. Uh, I think definitely on campus they have uh, the right to police because it's their property and you can definitely you, they, you have the right to set rules about what happens in uh, on-campus housing, and I think that the school has a right to has a right and a responsibility to educate students about what goes on off campus, but they don't have a right to police what goes on. I don't know because the thing is, if it goes through the school rather than the like actual police department, because it is illegal. So if it goes through the school, um, you don't necessarily always get in trouble with the S. CPD, which I think can be really valuable because I think a lot of people are just kind of like everyone comes from different backgrounds like some people drink a lot in high school and some people didn't and then when you get into college and it's just like all the time people can like make mistakes really easily or like easily get too drunk and not know so I do think it's kind of better that it goes through the school than you necessarily getting arrested for being a minor in possession but um, I don't know I think that the school might need to take a more honest look at kind of how they do it because we have to do that thing when we come in as freshmen, but I don't think it's necessarily enough. And I think they just kind of need to be more honest with how many people actually drink. And I don't know, I just think there's kind of this like sweeping it under the rug and not having necessarily honest conversations about the impact it has on campus. Um, I think they do because at least on the, on the, property they own because they're a private entity and if you know they can do pretty much as they see fit I think they have the right to do that. I think they do just because it's the law but when they get really aggressive with it that's when it becomes like an issue. I think we generally see in places that have like a lower drinking age or it's just kind of like something that they're eased into more that isn't so taboo it's generally healthier and um, more sustainable rather than like the binge drinking and getting sick and all the transports we see on campus um, so I think it could be something that like I don't know to me it's kind of like sex ed where like you know it's happening so what's the point in like saying it's not like you should talk about it and try to find ways to deal with it rather than like pretend it's not a thing because <laughs> behind closed doors um, it's happening. I think that uh, the school definitely has a responsibility to make sure that their students are safe um, but that being said um, I think that a lot of things are a lot of educational things are experiential based so um, you learn a lot by doing and um, finding your boundaries and things like that. And you kind of get a footloose type syndrome when you um, make things illegal and um, stigmatize them. So I would say that the current way of going about it seems to not be working well for cultivating a responsible and aware student body no I think it does more harm than good especially for underclassmen in the school of police's drinking behaviors I think it just causes things to go under the table people start taking shots because they want to get drunk fast without anyone catching them people get more drunk too drunk um, try to avoid authority figures do unsafe things and uh, to me it's ridiculous but 
their other points of view? Well, I know that the school has, like, autonomy over how to punish student drinking, despite the fact that, like, it is illegal in the wider world. Um, and so, like, within that, I think the school doesn't necessarily have the responsibility to, but they do have the, like, right to police student drinking behaviors. Um, and I, like, I think it's up to the school to make sure that students for the most part like have resources that they can stay safe while drinking um so that's like not necessarily policing behavior but like um kind of protecting students because to assume that like people won't drink because it's illegal is just naive <laughs> i think that's actually counterintuitive to like um wanting to promote safe drinking and stuff because um if if you feel like you need to hide away or something like uh, to drink, then it's, it's, like, easier to get into dangerous situations, basically. And, like, repression is not a form, like, a, a healthy way to, like, go about anything. And by policing heavily, you're promoting repression of drinking. I think the school needs to do more outreach, just, like, more education around it and I know that's a incredibly it's so much easier to say that than to like actually carry out that um but I think a couple posters around the school about how like not everyone binge drinks isn't always enough like I feel like there needs to be a conversation of um the mental health side of it you know because it can be such a healthy thing to drink and I think that um that could be talked about a little bit more I think that at 18, um, we're young adults. We're supposed to be making mistakes and learning from them. Um, I think the school's role should be more in like policing the aftermath. Um, I don't know if that sounds really bad, um, but I think my views are influenced by studying abroad and being in a country where you could drink at 18 and it was just more acceptable and part of the culture and I think America has a more complex relationship with drinking just because of our drinking age and um, that colleges you know college campuses are full of drinking and you know alcohol driven activities but it's illegal for half the undergrad population and I think it makes things complicated I don't think the school really needs to be you know knocking on the door of every party and saying hey show me your IDs um, but I think if people are getting hurt um, you know that's where they should be involved yeah I think I think to a certain extent uh, I mean like obviously it's gonna happen there's no stopping that one thing one thing I'd personally like to see is a sort of the approach they have at Stanford, like the open door policy, because, I mean, they know they know students are going to drink, so I think it would be better to encourage them to be responsible instead of trying to just outlaw it completely. What interested me about these responses was that many students noted that they thought the school had a right to oversee drinking on campus, but that the school could maybe do better to foster a healthier attitude towards drinking in general reflecting the kind of thinking necessary for the common good approach instead of just choosing the option that best suited their own desires to not get in trouble for drinking in college. 
Also, this focus on culture at large, not just at a university level, led me to my next question. Do you think the drinking age should be lower? And why? In some ways, yes. I think that it would be it would be beneficial if drinking age, age was younger, maybe when you came to college, because it would be less of a stigma. I think it's kind of a huge stigma um, just on any college campus when you're, say, a freshman and sophomore, because everyone's doing it, but you're not legally allowed to do it. So it's kind of a it's kind of a hard hard thing. Yes, because it works in Europe, and they learn how to not binge drink and then how to drink responsibly, and that's the way that it should be. Yes, I think it should. I think um, for two reasons. One, because I I like the argument that you can serve your country, but you can't drink. Uh, so that's that's an argument to lower it to 18. But honestly, I think it should be lower than that. Uh, we I think we maybe should adopt the European policy to learn how to drink safely when you're younger with parental supervision. Personally, no. I think 21 is a smart age. It's when people start to make more logical and intelligent decisions. Yes, I do. I think it's ridiculous that people can sign up and go to war but they can't have a beer. I mean, I don't see any problem with lowering it, but I think if it were to be lowered, it should be gradually cuz like I I think if it, it were to be, if it were to be lowered to like 18 right now or something, a lot of people would go overboard. I think maybe gradually lowering it, lowering it over time. Yes. Um, I've been in other countries where it's 16 or 18 and people go a little less crazy. And considering that in the U.S. it's 21, but pretty much everyone starts drinking when they get to college, it's a little, um, it's almost worse than not being able to drink legally. You know, I don't think like that's a, that's a huge deal. Because as I said, everyone just drinks before anyway. Yeah, and I think that the drinking age being 18 just like seems reasonable because like people it, the drinking age doesn't really stop anyone anyway and this way like it I think lowering the drinking age for people who would be drinking anyway um, does kind of ultimately make it safer because people are more willing to ask for help um, when they're not like worried about getting in trouble I don't know I guess I just have kind of when I went abroad I studied abroad in England and I feel like there people have a, at least at, at our age they have a better attitude towards alcohol like because you can actually go to a bar when you're 18 and hang out which is what I mostly did and so I think necessarily instead of have, having that option open I think would be better because that way if you wanted to go to like a ridiculous party you could do it in high school and like have your parents <laughs> be able to pick you up or like just have more I don't know I feel like it's a little better when you're able to kind of drink when you're still and you can, like, learn from your family, like, how to do it rather than coming to college and having all these people you don't know and be like, here, take a shot. So I think it should definitely be lowered um, just because I think it would make, like, freshman and sophomore year a lot safer for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, and over the summer, I experienced this, like, firsthand, really, because, like, I uh, come from, like, a Latin American background. I went back to Peru and, like, most South American countries or even other countries beyond South America like uh, drinking age is 18 or you know like less than 21 and that I think like especially within the family um, it's not a taboo subject and you talk about it early on and you know what the consequences are and um, just that earlier exposure and not hi not hiding away what drinking is like 
you you already have when you're able to drink like at 18 or whatever you already have a sense of how much is safe for for yourself instead of just like being taboo about it yeah i mean i think it's kind of weird that like you can drive when you're like 15 because that's scary you're like getting inside of a weapon essentially i don't know cars scary um so yeah i think it'd be good to like introduce drinking more slowly i don't really have a stance on that i think it's fine where it is but it would be cool if it was lower but i understand why it's 21 you know, I don't think it's a band-aid. That's a band-aid fix to me. I think there's a lot of other issues that we deal with as a society um, that play a role in some of the drinking problems uh, that we see come out of you know college students and their behavior. It's a cultural thing too. You know, it's not just a, a law or a drinking age. It's how people in Europe approach alcohol as a as a youth culture and as an adult culture, family culture. So to me, it doesn't seem like um, that would fix everything. <laughs> yes and no. Um, I think it's kind of built into our culture already that it's 21. Um, I know that on a state-by-state -state basis, it can differ. Like in Wisconsin, you could drink with your parents at a bar at 18. Um, but in California, I'm pretty sure that's not a law here. <laughs> um, that I think part of the law has become cultural in that sense. Um, I think there would just be a lot of repercussions from changing it. Um, yeah, and there's also to think about just young people doing stupid things when they're drunk, which, I mean, they're going to do anyway. Um, but if you open the doors for like 18 year olds well that's still high school um that you know gets even younger people access to alcohol and could i don't know increase the negative sides of it uh, it'd be cool if you were in college then it could be legal and if you weren't then not legal you know like divide it that way somehow but i don't think the drinking age will be lowered and I don't think it should be lowered um, in the United States because of our drinking culture. I think our drinking culture would have to change before our, the age would change. So we would have to view drinking more as a social thing and less of a party thing before we could do that. A lot of people were in favor of lowering the drinking age, but most pointed to the culture of drinking in Europe versus the U.S. as playing a huge role in this decision. They seemed cognizant of safety and responsibility playing a role and believed that lowering the drinking age and changing the stigma and culture around alcohol consumption worked hand in hand to best serve the common good. Some even used a utilitarian framework to suggest that lowering the drinking age would do more good than harm because it would enable people to feel more comfortable asking for help with alcohol-related issues. Still, others pointed out that changing a culture is no easy task, and they seemed dubious that lowering the drinking age would do more good than harm, or that doing so would be in the interest of the common good. So, obviously these are complicated problems with no clear right or wrong answers. But I think it's important for students themselves to reflect on these complex issues, and I thank everyone who participated for their thoughtful answers. 
Today is part two of our alcohol two-part episode from back in winter quarter. In part one, I talked with Father Jeffrey Bayerwald about personal and institutional responsibility and what that means in regards to alcohol consumption on a college campus. If you haven't heard that episode, I suggest you go back and have a listen. Until next time, I'm Miranda Bartos, and this is the Big Q Podcast.